Hey friend, I'm Beth Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee, and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who'll make working in the margins just a little more fun. Hello, my friends. So this week is a continuation from last week's episode with Brooke Harris of HappySimpleMom.com. This week, we're sharing all the juicy details on how Brooke's ads have gone, how many people she's added to her email list in the last several months. Newsflash, it's big. It's, it's really, really big how much better her launch has gone, the ways that she has pivoted in the middle of her launch to help it go even better. You'll hear how Brooke, initially with her ads, was scared to spend $10 a day and has gotten to the point where she's spent hundreds of dollars a day on her ads profitably. So you'll hear that whole journey from her. So yeah, let's dig in. I didn't plan on taking your class. <laughs> <laughs> that happened too well although maybe part, was part of it meeting me in person or no oh, that's no I didn't have a clue who you were when I met you in person <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was, it was Juliana that knew who I was like her name tag says Beth. And she's like, no, it's Beth Ann. <laughs> and I was like, I actually did follow your page, but only because, um, and I don't mean like another girlfriend had followed and she was like, I think in an MLM and she had followed you. And I was just was curious, but then I never, you know, I wasn't on Facebook following you. But anyway, my girlfriend told me about you and she was like, no, she runs this group. And I was like, I think I'll follow her. And, and <laughs> she's like, she has a core an intensive. And I was like, all right, if you apply, I'll apply. And so we applied and we both got rejected because I, that was March. <laughs> it was a sweet rejection. It was a sweet rejection. You gave us all of this great stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I was like. Oh, I want people to know that I don't just slap a big old red stamp. No, <laughs> I try. And, and well, and honestly, the more I do this program, I'm trying to get better about reviewing applications as they come in so that I have t- time to give everyone who's, I call it a not yet. This isn't a no forever. It's like a, here, it's exactly what it was. Yeah. Here's some things to work on. And I do think, you know, you have the potential to, to be, you did a video and you gave great feedback. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so nice. And then <laughs> you gave us all of these freebies and I was like, yeah, I need to work on some stuff. And I hadn't sold a single course. Cause I want to say maybe it was January we applied and it was for the March intensive. I don't remember because I had sold a course yet. And I was like, but I have this course. <laughs> and you're like, how many sales have you yet? Zero. I had zero. <laughs> I'd sold a few eBooks, but nothing crazy. So by the time the second application rolled in, I was like, I don't know. It's a lot of money. Should I invest? And my girl, I was again, with my girlfriend, I was like, if you do it, I'll do it. And she was like, well, I'm applying. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll apply. <laughs> and it was great. It was the best money I spent. But um, it was huge because it was, it was a commitment, you know, like I was, if I do this, I was like, we have all these plans for the summer and what things we're going to do. And 
this didn't happen because <laughs> it was like taking a college course on Facebook ads. It was intense. You, you, you named it correctly. Sure. <laughs> I do. I try to let people know that I'm like, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is a lot of work. I don't care what programs you've taken before. You're probably going to work harder in mine. <laughs> My husband knows your name. Like Beth Ann said, we need to do this. <laughs> it's intense. You are known on a first name basis in this house. <laughs> No, everyone's like muttering my name under their, <laughs> their breath. He probably, he probably grumbled at your name a few times. Yeah, <laughs> like, we can't but, go camping. There's no internet. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I really bad thing. So it's great. He'll be the first to tell you that he's like, he, it blows his mind. He's like, so people are giving you money for a PDF? I was like, I know it blows my mind too, but he, uh, no, he, he has always been super supportive of the blog, but since taking the Facebook ads course, it's like a whole next level support because holy mackerel, you can make money on the internet, like a lot of money on the internet. I'm like, that's what I've been telling you, but it just hasn't happened yet. But right. Yeah. Because you're right. There's ad revenue money, which is nice. And honestly, right. I'm sometimes jealous of my blogging friends because they have, but it, like you said, it's not passive. I think of it as, pa- it's like, it's so high. No, there's nothing passive about it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the thing, but then, yeah, once you get, once you have a, a product that you sell and you figure out how to market it well, it's like, oh, Okay. Yes. <laughs> like I could just keep selling this over and over. Yeah. And money just keeps coming in. Yeah. It's great. It yeah. takes a long time to get there, but yes. it's really great when it finally happens. Yes. Because yeah, I have to say too, not that, okay. Occasionally I'll have students who they literally just hop online. They're an expert in something because maybe of their day job or some sort of experience. And so they immediately create this great digital product and they're like ready to go. That happens occasionally, but a lot of times it's more your journey where you had experience in decluttering and you had your own life experience, but it took you, it takes time to, you blog, you figure out what you enjoy, what your audience responds to. And then eventually you create a digital product that you're like, oh yeah, this is the thing, you know, this is, this is really going to package up what my audience needs. And so, yeah, it, it can take time to get that great product that people are really buying. Well, and even when you create it, it's probably awful the first time. <laughs> I said the first four weeks of the intensive updating my product and making it pretty and getting it yeah. just nice because it was, it was like, Oh God, I made this a year ago and it's not good. <laughs> so yeah, it takes time. Yes, yes, yes. And I will say to you, I mean, so many of, well, honestly, even if you're a digital product seller or a physical product seller, a lot of my physical sellers, I I'm telling them, Hey, you need new photos for your shop. Yes. <laughs> like, I just give it to <laughs> that. That's not going to cut it. Someone who's never seen your stuff before, like this is what, so they spend their time like working on that and getting stylized photos and stuff. And then my digital sellers, I'm like, you need more bonuses. You need more juice happening here. I had no bonuses when we started the intensive. I was like, oh God, I got to create like three more products this week. Yeah. Yeah. So it does feel like a lot. I'm like, this, 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 come on, let's go, let's go. (laughs) 
we're gonna but it works it works yeah yeah. and that that's the thing too I I think that's why with the whole application thing and I'm getting better at it it's not that I can predict every student who'll be successful or not but I know how much time and work it is and money and Mm -hmm. so it's like I don't want i I'm so discouraged if like, let's say if you join and you were doing all that work and you're like, oh my goodness, but they maybe create like 10 new products, <laughs> create this crazy big sales page. And then you weren't making money. It's mm-hmm. like, that's just, yeah. Then Not you might, good. I mean, I think my worry in those cases is like, this person is going to give up on Facebook ads forever and ever. And that's just going to hurt their business long-term. And so mm-hmm. I tried my best to like, protect people from, from being in that situation. So it's good. If you had accepted me the first go around, I wouldn't have been ready. So (laughs) that's good. Cause I cleaned up some things. I realized what needed to happen. Didn't need to happen. I still wasn't hundred percent ready, but it, it prepared me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You're a little, a little more prepared. And you know, with every round, I feel like I'm getting better at making sure my students have the tools and the easy mm-hmm. button things like upfront and earlier. So yeah, that's exciting too. Just like you had things to work on, on your product. I feel like my product is never going to be done either. It's all right. You know, always trying. It's ongoing. Yeah, exactly. Always ongoing. Okay. So you did tons of work. <laughs> your husband <laughs> knew who I was because I was taking up all your time. <laughs> And then tell me, well, okay, I guess first, tell us what type of offer you were running your ads to and then how things went. So I had the ebook. It was a decluttering ebook, workbook, whatever you want to call it, where it was basically 20 plus checklists plus like some mentality piece, encouragement piece at the beginning. So what happens is, is people would sign up for like a simple one pager checklist for whatever topic they're working on. For the intensive, I chose like a hundred items you could toss today. There was no process. There was no where to start. It was just like a list basically divided up by room on things that people could work on. That led into the tripwire, which was a seven, I priced it at $17 and it was for an ebook. It's like 60 pages that I had already created, but I needed, I did make it prettier once we started the intensive. I also threw in some bonuses at your recommendation. And that's where I was like, oh my God, I can't create a new product, but I did. It's amazing what you can do. I actually had one that was a one pager that had been sitting in my Canva created for a year that I just couldn't figure out what to do with. And it was perfect as an easy one page bonus. But then I created like some planner sheets, like, okay, now I'm telling you how to declutter. But a lot of times the problem is I don't have time to declutter. And so like helping people carve out that time in their day and making a plan for it and setting goals and things like that. And it's only like 14 pages. And that sounds like a lot, but it really wasn't. It took me, I think, two days to create and, you know, an hour here, an hour there. It wasn't much. Could it be prettier? Maybe. I don't know. But it seems to work because it solves one other problem for those wanting to declutter. So that's where it goes. It goes to the hundred items you can get rid of. And then I sell the ebook as, okay, you want to get serious? Like this is, I'm going to tell you where to start. And like, not just generic checklists, not 20 checklists that look the same, but like if in your guest room, do this and your master bedroom, do this and your master bath, do this. And like where to start kind of the thought process to get in and like actual items you should be considering to get rid of. Yeah. Remind me again, what's the name of your tripwire offer? Uh, It's called Happy Simple Home. 
So happy, okay. simple mom, happy, simple home. <laughs> yeah. And then what, what's your tagline that goes with it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I remember I just remember looking at your tripwire page being like yes it just it solved that pain point I think it was a combination of you had all the checklists and you had the planning pages so it's like all that practical stuff was right there and it felt easy to use and implement on but then like you said you also addressed the emotional things mm-hmm. that are reason. I think it has to do with being like, or if you're overwhelmed or don't know where to start. I think that was the general theme. Yeah. I just remember looking at your tripwire offer going, okay, this is the perfect marriage between practical and emotional and just, yeah, which I mean, people might think they only need one or the other, but most of us need both in mm-hmm. a, in a product like this. So I thought it was great. And I got a lot of help with that. I didn't do that lead page on my own. It was after the assignment was to create it. And then I thought I had it. And then one of your mentors tore it apart and it was great. I was like, Oh my God, she's brilliant. I don't even know how she came up with these words and the, like a lot of times she kept the same words, but just how she moved them around and then like change one adjective or it's amazing how those tiny tweaks make a big deal, but I didn't do it on my own, but it was great. Yeah. I learned a lot. Yes. Which I think that's what's so fun too, is I know for any future products you create, like your sales pages are going to be better. Mm -hmm. I think creating the products, you're going to have more confidence for that. So yeah. Yeah. That's fun. So you had your product. It's juiced up. It's looking beautiful. A detailed sales page with lots of visuals on it. And then you started running ads. Talk to me about how that went. So August 3rd, we started running ads. I remember that date because <laughs> you told us spend $10 a day. And I said, this girl is out of her mind. I'm not spending $10 a day. (laughs) I even had a whole conversation with my husband. I was like, okay, I'll give it four days. That's 40 bucks. I mean, when you're counting every penny, $40 down the drain is a lot of money. And, you know, up until that point, I had played with ads at like $2 a day, $3 a day, and they were all failed miserably. So I saw this as throwing money in the trash can. You also told us, give it three and a half days. You're like, don't touch anything. I was like, okay, I'm not going to touch any. But then for three and a half days, up until the three and a half day mark, I did not sell a single thing. And I was like, I have thrown $40 in the trash can. And literally at the three and a half day mark, I got to sell. And I was like, okay, I can, I can wait another day. Cause I still was negative at this point, but she's not crazy. I, I can sell through the internet. (laughs) And so I gave it some more time. And then I think the next week, maybe, I don't remember. It was talking about like, I don't know if we were scaling yet. I don't, I don't remember the order. Or like tweaking what was working and splitting. Right. Or maybe trying, I think I might, I might've even like tried a second audience. Cause I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can, you know, and then a couple more sales came through. I think it was like every day got a little better, but you can and sell a bunch at $10 a day. Like it was like one here, one there, but then I, you know, so I tried another cold audience and same thing. It it took like three days because this is only $10 a day, but they started trickling in. And then we started, one of the lessons was scaling. And I was like, Oh, 
$20 a day. This girl is crazy. <laughs> I scaling for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Right, well, that's double the income or double the spend. And so I think that's my message is $10 a day is a lot. And $20 a day is a lot, but eventually, like, I don't even start them below 20 now, but that was terrifying for me was to spend money like that. And it, it did pay off. I think my highest scale day at one point, my husband's like, what are you spending today? And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm like 265. And, and I was like, I'm not even thinking about it anymore. Just stand. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. But um, $10 a day was scary. That is so interesting to hear. I think there's some, because here's what I always wonder about. To me, I would so much rather spend my money on ads than like plunk down a thousand or 2000 bucks for another course. Yeah. I am still not that. I mean, I, yes, I've spent that kind of money on courses before, but like these days I'm like, well, I don't know. I could also just spend more time on my ads and, you know, <laughs> keep it going and get, just bring some money in. Yeah. Scale it more. So, but I find a lot of people are the opposite. It's like they can invest in a big course, yes. but the daily ad spend is scary. Yeah. It's, well, I learned from this. I should never go to Vegas because <laughs> like, this is great. I'll just spend, I, I had no idea this was in me after I felt like I've been so risk averse and, um, it, it was scary at first, but I wanted those people, I would drop a thousand dollars on a course and then you might not even do anything with it, but to drop a thousand dollars on ads was absurd. Yeah. But I don't think it's absurd anymore. I would drop a thousand dollars on ads now. Right, right, right. But yeah, I mean, I think that's so great for people to hear because I know there are tons of people out there that feel like you did. But when you think about the $10 a day, so that's basically $300 a month. So in three months and a little bit extra, that's like a $1,000 course, you know? So that's to me, I'm looking at that going, oh man, if we have three months to just keep testing and playing with ads, like we're going to make stuff happen. Figure it out and make some money. Yeah. Okay. But here's, here's what I'm so curious about, because even now I feel like my students approach scaling in so many different ways. I mean, and I try to outline, you know, here's vertical scaling. Here's a few ways to do it. Here's horizontal scaling. And there are so many ways to do that, but everyone kind of picks their own recipe, if you will. And some people like chug along for a long time. I, I have some students who they're like, I'm, I've been spending the same 40 bucks a day that I have been for six <laughs> months. And they're like, I just am afraid to touch it. And, but they make such a great return. And they're like, I'm happy with this right now. Yeah. I do try to like encourage them. Let's try some more. But, but yeah, then there's like, you were talking about, you know, spending $265 a day. So walk me through what that journey was like for you. Well, gosh, it was a lot of using the different scaling methods. And I don't, I won't know if I get the terminology right as compared to how you taught it, but I, I go back to that unit constantly, but I did a lot of things. Like at first it was like, okay, I'm doing 10 a day. I'm going to do a new campaign at 20 a day. And then a new campaign at 40 a day, if that one does well. So I did that version of scaling. I also did one where I just adjusted the ad spend within the campaign. I think once I hit like 60 a day on that one campaign, I just started incrementally increasing it by 20%, you know, until I got up to like the 265 because it was like, oh, it's so profitable, uh, a yeah. little more. And then if it wasn't profitable for a day or two, 
I'd take some down, but generally, generally did well. Full disclosure, my ads did really well until election month week. And then I cut them. They started, they were, they were breaking even as long as they were breaking even. I was happy because I learned the power of that, the list that I was gaining, but I did turn them off and I've actually haven't, I'm embarrassed to say I haven't turned them back on because I grew so fast and so quickly that I have all of the stuff that needs to be updated. And so just picking and choosing where I'm going to put my time and my effort, my priorities. I have not, I need to update my welcome sequence. I never set up a hot or retargeting ad for my ebook. I did for my course launch, but not for my ebook. And the course launch hot and retargeting ads did amazing. So I see the power in them and I want to do that. And it was like, managing that and then managing the growth was too much <laughs> for me. Yeah. And so really it was like, you know, what, I'm going to focus on the holidays, focus on fixing things and using the money that I made to reinvest in some tools that I've been wanting for a long time. And then um, I actually <laughs> hired a VA since all of this started. It's great, but I've been spending time. She's never been a VA before. She's just fantastic on so many other levels that, so it's been lots of training, So there's all these pieces of transitioning from a part-time blogger, well, even full-time, but part-time income to full-time. And like, what does that look like while homeschooling, while doing that and just figuring it out. So that's where I'm at right now. But as far as scaling goes, those were my two methods was either just creating a new campaign with double the income or double the ad spend, or once it reached a certain level, I would just start adding money. And I never saw those die. I know there was rumor for some people, they died off. They just, they did good. They did really good. Yeah. Okay. So with that, how many new audiences would you test, let's say per week? I got lucky in the beginning. I tested initially. I think our assignment was to create three audiences, right? One of those did well really well. Um, so I scaled it a lot, but the other two didn't do bad. They still did well. I mean, the lesson on how to come up for these audiences worked really well for me. So even though they weren't as high of a return, um, on ad spend, they were still good. So I left them on, but the one did really well. And then my biggest success was a lookalike of a lookalike of my purchasers, because once that gained me some purchases, now I had all this fresh new data that I hadn't had before and Facebook just took it and ran with it. And I wonder, part of me wonders if I exhausted that audience because I just dumped so much cash into it so quickly before it could like rejuvenate itself. But it was so good that, so that when I started, I kept the others running until they were done or like naturally progressed out. But the purchaser one did for like three months. It was super yeah. strong. I have no idea what it would do right now if I were to turn it back on. I kick myself in the pants every day. I need to just turn it back on. But uh, <laughs> I just had so much other stuff. Turn the same campaign back on. I but I don't if you're like, well, geez, do I even have time to like support the new customers or whatever question, you know, because you start to get more of that as you're getting more sales. And um, that's the thing I was spending, not a lot of time, but like 20 minutes every night, I would check it. Ma- managing Facebook ads was easy <laughs> compared to other things. Like I would step in for 20 minutes every night, but we've traveled a good bit in the last month. And then with the holidays coming, I was like, yeah, just going to take a step back and simplify, (laughs) but it's, it's really a matter. I've even created Christmassy campaigns and now we're like two weeks from Christmas. So I need to just 
turn them on. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but yes. yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to say is, and actually I just sent an email out to everyone, just kind of whether they're in the membership or not, just giving them, here's what I was a good um, email. Okay. Good. <laughs> of like, well, here's what's working right now with ads. But yeah, I just, I think for so, and your niche, especially at least by December 26, get some. That's the plan. Yeah. This is generally a slow time for me, historically. So that's also why I haven't stressed because people don't want to be told not to buy more stuff the week before Christmas. They're like, no, I am. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And then it's that hangover you get after Christmas that they're like, tell me how to fix it. So the goal is to be fully operational. That's I've been planning a lot of stuff for that week too. And I I know nothing's going to go to waste because- I can reuse it next year and test it again next year. But yes, I have a big push for my products in January. Well, the week after Christmas and January is when it's the huge push. So it has been 1000% of like focusing all of my efforts there. I bought some new tools and like getting everything moved over to them. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's all because of Facebook ads. Facebook ads got me here to this problem I'm having. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You're at a new level, new level, new problems. Got to, yeah. Some things. Yeah. We all, yep. We all have that. And yeah, I mean, I think the election kind of messing up your ads, it was a good excuse to like, all right, let's just, you know, take a break. And yeah, I will say for anyone listening, who's like, wait, what? Most of us within two weeks, I would say of that point, mm-hmm. saw things get better, but there is of course, black Friday holiday set. Like, you know, there, there is a little bit more volatility just because of the Christmas shopping competition this time of year, at least for yes. those of us with digital products. Like, yes, we are not the stars right now. Us digital yes. sellers, like the, my physical, the physical product students, they're just like, you know, it's going it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so it was yeah a good a good excuse to. It was, and I needed the break <laughs> because I just I had a mess of problems I couldn't fix because I was doing, I was focusing all my efforts in one spot, and so it's good. It was a good break. I made enough money to take a break, and then my plan is to start back up the week after Christmas and do all of that. So yeah, it's a good it's a good it's a good thing. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Okay. So if you don't mind sharing from those several months you were running ads, you started August 3rd, mm-hmm. left them on till November. We'll just say November. Cause it was like yeah. right around the end of October that okay. I, or beginning of November. I don't know. So you had about three months of running ads. Yes. Do you mind sharing some more numbers? Like how much, Not is, at all. what your return on ad spend was. So I spent a little bit more than that in November, but, um, from August 3rd to the end of October, I spent $13,300 and I was scared to spend $10 on day one. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's so exciting to me to go from that. It's like, I spent 13 grand on yeah, that. Yeah, it's much. great. And then I made, so I ran the numbers on what my shop made. And I want to see before I do this, that my list grew by 14,400 people wow. in three months time. So that was phenomenal. It was you know, I went from getting like 20 subs a day to 250 subs a day some days. And so that was crazy. It's true that my ROAs were higher because I was selling to my list. So I had other options like in the welcome series, 
or even just if I made something available for sale, like I had a wait list for my course. And if anybody signed up for the wait list, they were also taken to that same offer for the same price. I totally goofed and did this and didn't realize they did it. It was going to the exact same offer, but a different URL. So they were getting the same good deal mm-hmm. for again, for like an hour and people would buy it. So I didn't fix yeah. it because they were excited. They're like, oh, this offer's available again because I'm on the wait list. So I loved email days because I would make another hundred, $200 every email day just by having this wait list sign up that sent them to another tripwire because I was attracting customers like purchasers, not, and that's what you teach us, right? Is to attract purchasers and not just people on our list. Because up until this point in time through Pinterest, especially it was like, give me the freebie, give me the checklist, give me, I want to just get as much content as I can for free. And I would get crickets when I would try to sell to these people. And it was so frustrating. And then now that I'm attracting people that have a tendency to buy, when I would send these emails out, I would, they would buy. So I ran the numbers. So I spent 13,300. I ran the numbers for my shop and I did have one launch during that time for my course to those people I gathered, but it made $28,000. So I was like, I think it was like a 2.01 return on ad spend. If you count all of that subsequent buys, because I can tell you right now, the people before did not buy from me in January of last year, I sold eight courses when I launched this year. And I use ads for my launch too. I sold four, like 45 courses. So it's a significant difference. Yeah. Like over a five X. It's crazy. 5.5 times more sales, but okay. But here's, what's interesting too. You only added, so you tripled your email list, but Mm -hmm. you had 5.5 times as many sales during your launch. So I had done the math, but yes, I know it's better because and I think one of those eight was like a friend in January of last year. So yes, it's exponentially better having these people from Facebook ads on my list. I can tell a difference. They, they just buy more. Yeah. I love it. So exciting. It is and, exciting. And I know for a lot of people that are like, holy cow, 13 grand in three months. But again, you made, what'd you say? 28,000. In total <laughs> product sales. Yeah. During yes. that same time period. And again, Brooke's letting you know that did include a product launch to her email list and stuff, but yeah, that's a great return on investment. And I mean, before I was making maybe two, $300 a month on yeah. sales through okay. Pinterest and yeah. organic traffic. I mean, people were buying it, but they weren't, they weren't really yeah. buying it. Right. Um, it's that's so great. good. Yeah. And I was, I was scared. I would have laughed at you if you told me that in three months, I was going to spend 13 grand. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I normally don't. Well, I don't know. Sometimes people ask because they want to know mentally what level to get to. And I usually say, I'm like, listen, it's going to depend. And I mean, even my own ad spend can fluctuate so much. I mean, Mm -hmm. It's normally at least a hundred a day, but sometimes it's 500 a day. It might be a thousand a day. I'm still, I still need to like invest the time in testing so that I can consistently spend a a grand a day and know that it's work, you know, doing the right work for me. But, um, yeah, it varies so much. Cause then, yeah, I have students who are like, I'm great at 40 a day and I'm getting like a three X return or whatever. So like, yeah. Why mess with it, right? Yeah. 
what's fun though is the main product you sold during that time was a $17 product. And of that 28,000, I think I made five grand from my, maybe, I don't know, at least 20,000 is from an ebook, the $17 okay. ebook. Yes. If that, I, that's on the conservative guessing side. So it could be a thousand or 2000 more, but at least 20,000 is from the ebook, which yes. blows it's my mind. like, it's kind of, it's crazy. Well, because, okay, here, here's the other thing too. There's so many people out there that are like, you need to have an online course and price it at a thousand dollars and And I'm not opposed to that. I've got a right. big expensive program. I think that can be great, but there's this mentality that's almost like, oh, that's the only way you're going right. to be really successful and, and grow online. And I'm just like, Nuh-uh, because I see it from my students every single day where you can take a $17 thing or some people it's 27 or 19 and just massively scale it. And the other fun thing is because it's not a course, you typically have a lot less customer service. And Right. My biggest customer service was it didn't come through on an email. I don't know why. Yeah. It's recent. Like it was, so, <laughs> that was 20, by 20 minutes a day. It was easy. I went on yeah. vacation for two weeks while ads were going. I remember telling my mom at the end of the day, cause she was like, Oh, how's your ads going? I'm like, I think I made $500 today. <laughs> and all I did was go to the beach. It was great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say that's like, it's a, great. just a great feeling. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear a little bit more about your launch, Brooke. So I last launched my product or my course in January and it was, that was my failure. I felt like it wasn't a failure because I still sold some, but it was not what I wanted it to be. I launched this time to, I had about 20,000 people on my list when I launched this time versus the first time, you know, five or eight, whatever it was, it was so slow out the gate. And so I was like, but you people buy for me, what's going on? And we talked about it actually in your membership group where I went from a $17 product to a $97 product, or I actually had three tiers. So it was like a $9,727 and $147 product. And I don't think my people, or at least not all of my people were ready for that jump. I also had a customer reach out to me, a reader, and she was like, this is too expensive. And this is why I think so. And she gave me this book. <laughs> and uh, I love this girl. She's now my VA. I hired her. And <laughs> <laughs> and I almost ignored her for the first day because she gave such good feedback on why she thought it was too expensive and like what should be offered. And I took like three days and I, <laughs> I created another like product as like a mid-range product. I guess I kind of had it as an add-on to the others, but like really tweaked it. and was like, hey, people, if this is too much of a jump for you, which I'm sure all the course launchers would say, this is a terrible thing. You should never do this. Have like two products to launch, but People liked it because it was a mid-range product that helped them gain trust in me. So that happened. I also ran ads and I was losing money on ads. And I think that's hard because a lot of times when you see people's ad revenue or launch ad ROAs, they look so good because they're done with the launch. Mine looked really good when I was done with the launch. For those first three, four days were ugly. And I was like, I am throwing money out. And you told me spend like 200 a day with based on what I was comfortable with. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And then like three days in, I'm like, I can't do this. This is like $600 down the toilet. By the end, I think it was an eight to 10 day launch. I was like a three or four 
uh, return on ad spend. But it took that last day push, I think, to yeah. really put people over the edge. And that's when most of my sales came through. So it was really slow. I had just a lot to learn. I'd never run ads on a launch before. So who knows how they looked, but I've, you know, I've learned people had questions and they needed time because that was a big expense compared to what I've asked for them previously. So it ended really well. I actually, that smaller product was like a little membership, like a mini membership or subscription. So that's worked really well. I sold a lot of those. I sold like 80 of those. And then I sold 40 courses on top of it. So it was compared to my eight in January, it went really well, but it was not fast out the gate. It was not, I, I guess, trust the process. Cause I was, I was scared when I was throwing the money away and I, I had gone into it. I didn't turn them off because I went into it with the same mentality that we did when we started ads was I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to learn what works. I'm going to see how the whole thing plays out. And then if it doesn't work, then we'll monitor. And I created a ton. Like I tried different things, tried different audiences. I tested a ton and I can't wait to use that data in January because I think that'll help. Yes. Yeah. We're always learning from, yeah, what we're doing. So that's really exciting. I have to say, I'm, I'm super impressed that you left the $200 of spend (laughs) for three full days. That's impressive. But yeah, I remember when we talked budgets, I mean, I think part of it was the fact that you do have so much traffic. I mean, I was like, okay, I think, you know, we're doing purchase optimization here. We just like, we've got to spend a hunk so that you're everyone in your audience like knows about this offer. So that's neat that it, yeah, it took them a little time. To- and I didn't lose, every, like I sold like those first few days, like one here, one there, but you're like, is it going to gain speed? Cause you, you know, if you're breaking even, okay, it's not the end of the world, but when you're, yeah, I'm going to make some money. <laughs> it gets stressful real fast. Yeah. <laughs> It worked. And I did learn, I set like two up wrong. Cause you know, you're in a hurry and you're changing some things. And mm-hmm. so there, there's that too. Yeah, that's true. That's listen, I'm still in that boat where I am never as planned out and ready to go with my launches as I want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm always like creating new ads and things on the fly. And I don't know, maybe someday. <laughs> that's what I keep saying. One day I'll have this whole launch planned out like 30 days in advance, but yeah. That has never happened. <laughs> I basically decided on Friday I was going to launch on Monday. Oh my goodness. Whoa. That <laughs> I ignored all of your advice, but you know, I had a highly engaged audience. They were engaged on Facebook. They were engaged in like in other ways. I'd been building up the wait list for a while, but I didn't do all the things that you said, but it was one of those things. It was like, if I don't do it now, it's going to be too close to January. Sure. And so I need to just do it. Yeah. Get it out there. That's better than perfect. (laughs) Yes. That's so true. You do have to consider the timing. I was the same way with the launch too, because well, my launch even, it ended up being over the election, but I basically just extended my deadline. Cause I'm like, I don't want to have to email people when I know they're glued to their TV, trying to see what's going on and what the results are. So I just had this like quiet section (laughs) in my launch, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Sometimes you just have to like it's like, okay, it's now or never. It's yeah. I mean, the money I made was more than I would have if I didn't do anything. So yeah. Good. Do you mind sharing what your launch revenue was? Uh, I probably made, I'm just taking the lowest tier 
times how many I sold. I made it, I made at least 5,000. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, compared to 800 in January of last year. (laughs) Yeah. I'll take it. It's not counting that second product that I created on the side. I think I made another 3,000 from it. So I was so close to 10. That was my goal. I wanted to hit 10, but. You will next time. January. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, Brooke, this has been so much fun. As we wrap up, do you have either a funny or an adorable mom moment to share? Oh, gosh. Uh, Oh, yeah, I have one. Okay. Okay. So when I first started blogging, my girls would ask me every day, Mommy, did you win the internet today? Because they wanted to know if I got like all the people to my blog or all the people. They wanted to know if I won over everybody else that was blogging. So I had my most viral day on vacation last week. And it's like, girls, guess what? Mommy won the internet today. And they were like, really? <laughs> like, I did. I did. Yay. Not really, but we're going to pretend that I did today. So yeah. they think it's really cool if mommy can win the whole internet. I love that. That's so sweet too, though, that they're like cheering for you and they want to know how things are going. It's yeah. super sweet. Oh, and remind everyone one more time, where's the best place for them to find you online? All right. So happysimplemom.com. And I do have a free decluttering checklist with a hundred items that you can knock off. <laughs> Great. Thanks again. Thank you, Beth. Ann. Anyone else amazed at Brooke's results? Keep in mind, we're talking the decluttering space. So maybe you've built it up in your mind that your product isn't the right fit for ads or that your niche is just never going to be as profitable as somebody else's. Let's get rid of that myth, okay? Because I got to tell you, my students show me over and over again that where there's a will, there's a way. And where there's a problem to be solved, there's a product to be created that can help with that problem and that can help someone else who might have been struggling just like you did in the past. So I just loved hearing Brooke's story. I love hearing how she was responsive to her audience in the middle of that launch and pivoted and made it work. And I hope you took some encouraging lessons away from today. So If you want to know more about the ads intensive that Brooke kind of mentioned, this whole ad strategy that she's using, you can head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash ads. That's brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash ADS. Applications are always open. So at any time that you might be hearing this and be interested, you can submit that application. And like Brooke mentioned, I'm super honest. I will let you know whether you are a good fit or a not yet. So typically if you're a not yet, I'll give you the things that you need to change or tweak or do or improve upon so that you are ready. Because like Brooke said, the program's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a big commitment. And so if you're going to spend that time and money on my program, I want to, as best as I possibly can, make sure I'm accepting in the people where that time and money investment will pay off. So that's the reason for the rejection. As Brooke mentioned, it's not to be mean. It's because I want it to be a great experience for you and for you to be successful with your ads. So anyways, you can head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash ads to learn more and apply to the program. You could be my next Brooke. (laughs) So of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant.